feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Is there a double standard of justice? That's the big question tonight. And boy, are there a lot of explosive details related to Hunter Biden, Joe Biden's degenerate son. I have to use the word degenerate because, my goodness, every time we have seen videos of Hunter Biden, who Joe says is the smartest guy he knows, He's either high, he's either with a hooker. Uh, I mean, it's like all these things that uh, your mother said, stay away from. And who could forget, whenever I think of Hunter Biden, I think of this moment that he revealed himself. I spent more time on my hands and knees picking through rugs, um, smoking anything that even remotely resembled crack cocaine. I probably smoked more Parmesan cheese than anyone, <laughs> anyone that you know, I'm sure, Tracy. Because <laughs> there'd be crumbs yeah. mixed in and yeah. you just... It, yeah. I mean, I went one time for 13 days without sleeping and smoking crack and drinking vodka exclusively throughout that entire time. That is by his own admission, and that's actually kind of going soft on things. Coming up in about two or three minutes, we are going to be talking here on the Rita Cosby Show to the great investigative journalist John Solomon of Just the News, who is going to talk about some of the explosive allegations that came out in the last 24 hours. And boy, do they not just look good in terms of the way things have been handled overall Uh, with investigations, but in terms of looking very bad for Hunter Biden. And I say that because these are whistleblower allegations that are absolutely damning to the prospect that the FBI and DOJ has become so politicized that they were burying, trying to discredit trying to basically say it was Russian disinformation or any kind of disinformation they could say about Hunter Biden damning allegations. And particularly, as we know, these investigations leading into what did, quote, the big guy know, what didn't he know, Uh, according to reports. And as we've seen, even from the president himself, it's like Sergeant Schultz. I know nothing. I know nothing. He claims that he doesn't know anything about his son's business deals or never talked to him about it. And yet now we're finding out through whistleblowers that spoke to Senator Chuck Grassley that indeed it was buried within the FBI and DOJ. And this comes at a time We're talking about a double standard and the way that they are treating Trump and anybody close to President Trump. It looks like Hunter Biden is getting the biggest free pass of all. And boy, there's a lot there. Talk about his taxes. Talk about the foreign lobbying. Talk about the gun charge, uh, the drugs, the prostitutes. Do you want me to keep going on and on? I could probably talk about it for an hour, some of the allegations. And yet Merrick Garland 
doesn't talk about Hunter Hunter Biden, nor does anybody at the White House, nor does the president. And yet here is Merrick Garland talking just yesterday with Lester Holt, not ruling out that there could be charges against President Trump. Take a listen. You said in no uncertain terms the other day that no one is above the law. That said, um, the indictment of a former president, of perhaps candidate for president, would arguably tear the country apart. Is that your concern as you make your decision down the road here? Do you have to think about things like that? Look, we pursue justice without fear or favor. We intend to hold everyone, anyone, who was criminally responsible for the events surrounding January 6th, for any attempt to interfere with the lawful transfer of power from one administration to another, accountable. That's what we do. We don't pay any attention to other uh, issues with respect to that. So if Donald Trump were to become a candidate for president again, that would not change your schedule or or how you move forward or don't move forward? Uh, Say again that uh, we will hold accountable anyone who is criminally responsible for attempting to interfere with the transfer, legitimate lawful transfer of power from one administration to the next. So he's cagey when it comes to Trump, but then when it's, uh, you know, Hunter Biden, it seems like there's nothing happening in terms of that investigation as far as anybody tied to the Biden White House. And boy, there looks like there's a lot to investigate, don't you think? And now there are a number of Republicans who are saying not only are they going to look into these whistleblower comments that were made directly to Senator Chuck Grassley, who's not like a big conspiracy guy. I've known Chuck Grassley for decades. He's not one of these conspiracy guys who goes on a limb. He kind of is pretty much factual. And he says these whistleblowers are within the FBI and are saying that they saw other FBI agents basically bury it for political reasons. And there are now people calling for a special counsel into Hunter Biden. What do you think? Isn't it about time that the American public gets to the bottom of this. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. And you are listening to The Rita Cosby Show. And joining us now is the great investigative journalist, also the founder of Just the News, John Solomon. John, great to have you here on the show. Great to be with you. You know, boy, Things are really popping up fast and furiously tied to Hunter Biden. Um, First off, I got to ask you, John, about this. Of course, we know that Grassley's gone on public record saying that tell us the story that whistleblowers went to him and he says they are highly credible within the FBI. I mean, this to me is a stunning allegation. It is. And it's multiple people, some in senior positions. That's how Senator Grassley has described the revelations, the disclosures, the protected whistleblower disclosures that have come to him. And they paint a large picture first. The large picture is the FBI is opening up investigations on some people without a proper predicate, meaning there's not enough evidence to warrant an investigation. They're opening up on them. And then in other cases, there is significant evidence to open up and the the threshold for what's known as a predicate, the opening of a case is warranted. And uh, they were rejecting them. And, And the suggestion is that there's a political litmus test occurring in these uh, various investigations. Then he goes on to talk about uh, one very specific episode in which during the summer of 2020, when I was writing all those stories, or I just finished writing all those stories for The Hill, and people were coming to grips with the fact that Hunter Biden had this 
really significant um, foreign uh, business problem where he basically looked like he was shaking down foreign interests on, on, to uh, pay to play to get to his father uh, and hadn't paid taxes. Very important that people remember in 2019, the chief prosecutor for Ukraine told me in a, tele, uh, in a televised interview that they wanted to tell the United States Justice Department that Hunter Biden had not paid taxes on some of that Ukrainian money. That has now been confirmed, first by me. I reported two years ago when I got some of Hunter Biden's emails. Tonight, CNN's reporting that, that Hunter Biden knew that he hadn't paid his taxes for years. And you quoting the same emails I wrote about. When that all came out, and before the laptop was found in that window in the summer 19, where all the stuff I've written in the New York Times and others have written, and before the laptop came out, there is a group of senior officials in the FBI who tried to create an analysis and distribute it across government, calling this information disinformation, uh, suggesting that it was incredible, and slowing down or in some cases thwarting an investigation that was ongoing with Hunter Biden. Now, fortunately, that case eventually gets transferred, and it gets to the U.S. attorney in Delaware, and it's ongoing right now. There's been significant grand jury activity earlier this year in that case. But the idea that the same FBI who, who uh, launched a bogus investigation into Russia collusion four years later hasn't learned its lesson, still feels emboldened to make open cases that aren't warranted and closed cases that are, are, should be open uh, should trouble every one of us. Because regardless of political stripe, our, our court system only works when we have honest brokers in the law enforcement and prosecution agencies. Really significant. I want to remind people of something. A lot of people forgot about this, but in the 2020 time frame, there was some testimony given by a senior Justice Department official. He had worked inside of the Trump Justice Department, but more of a career guy. He went to Senators Johnson and Grassley. This is in the summer of 2020. His name was Richard Donahue. He was a, the principal associate deputy attorney general, so a pretty significant person in the, in the department. And he said that he witnessed efforts by people in leadership in the public integrity section that does corruption cases and in, within the election crime section, which does all the campaign finance and campaign cases, where they were asserting authorities, making decisions, pushing cases that they had no right touching or putting their hands on. That testimony is from two years ago. It is completely validated by the information Senator Grassley made available this week from these whistleblowers. If these whistleblowers are telling the truth, they validate what uh, the former principal deputy attorney general of the United States told Congress two years ago. This has been out and open for two years, and Merrick Garland, Chris Ray have done nothing to address it, investigate it, or assure the American public that these institutions are doing things correctly. That is stunning, John. You know, I want to ask you, because to me, you're hearing now today, and we've been hearing the choir in the last like few hours from Senator Ron Johnson, uh, who's basically saying maybe it is time for a special counsel. Do you think yeah. that that may happen if it turns out that, you know, the departments are so politicized? Yeah, I mean, listen, unless there's a, some long delay, it, it appears from all the reporting I've done that the activity in the Hunter Biden case is wrapping up and a decision on whether to prosecute is, is forthcoming, uh, may have been already presented to a grand jury. It's kind of consistent with what some of the defense lawyers for witnesses and others have been telling me. This is in uh, Delaware, right? This is in yeah. Delaware, right? Delaware. Yes, yep. this is the main Hunter Biden case now. And there are significant public reporting, which my sources tell me is pretty close to accurate, that you know they're looking at very specific charges, tax evasion, illegal foreign lobbying, maybe a gun charge, maybe a public corruption charge related to Foreign Corrupt Practices Act or things like that. 
it would be silly after a four-year investigation. Keep in mind, this investigation of Hunter Biden has taken four years. It shouldn't have taken even one year from the people I've talked to. It's dragged down for four years. If a special counsel were to come in, the clock would start all over, and this would be pushed many, many months or years ahead. And I think absent a really stunning revelation, I think the Hunter Biden case is going to catch up. We're going to see pretty soon a decision one way or the other on whether to prosecute him. The White House and, and some of the people around Hunter Biden are putting out the word they expect to be charged. So Hunter Biden doesn't seem very confident about the future of what's going to happen. But if a special counsel came in, it would actually hand Joe Biden a gift. It would kick any prosecution or Big decisions, six months to a year. You saw, you saw how long it took for Robert Mueller to get rolling to you know, eventually determine that there never was any collusion between Donald Trump and Russia, three years nearly. That would happen in this case. And I think the more likely scenario is I understand the reasons behind these calls. I think the Delaware U.S. attorney is probably pretty close to making a decision. So say he comes back with like, OK, a tax charge or a gun charge. Yep. Maybe then it's it's looked at as like, OK, we did something to him. But then what about the question about was there money that went to, quote, the big guy that went to others? Uh, there's a report. I don't know if you've seen it in just the last few hours from Miranda Devine, the great um, journalist oh, there at the New York Post. Reporter. Exactly. Yep. It just came out a little bit ago, John. And it basically shows that there was a text message from one of Hunter Biden's former business partners. This yep. is this James Gilliard. Uh, former uh, British Special Forces officer, referring Mm -hmm. to right after the story broke. um, This was back, you know, when it broke on October 14th, 2020. He puts Mm -hmm. out a text message saying, um, you know, basically, I think the scenario is if he wins, then they will just let sleeping dogs lie. If they lose, honestly, I don't think that the big guy really cares about that because he'll be too busy focusing on all the blank he is doing. So in other words, kind of using the phrase, the big guy, I guess the question is, is there a chance that they go after Hunter Biden on some tax charge or a gun charge and nobody ever sees if there's any dots connecting him to quote the big guy? Well, let's let's keep in mind what we do know. We now have emails corroborated by Hunter Biden's former business partners that show that starting in 2016, all the way through uh, the end of 2019 or 2018, excuse me, early 2019, Hunter Biden was told he had never paid taxes on the mo- uh, a large part of the money he had gotten from Burisma, the Ukrainian company. That is a really interesting thing. If you knew you were taking the money, why wouldn't you pay the taxes? And when you're told repeatedly why, hey, you got to catch up, you got to pay these taxes, and you still don't do it, you have a pretty good case to make for tax evasion. That, that's a pretty slam dunk pace. You're told multiple times you still don't pay it. You don't pay it until 2021 because that's what the Biden family told us. That he finally paid his tax bill this year or late last year. Uh, that alone would be an easy case. That case could have been made a year ago, two years ago, three years ago. Anyone who had the laptop like the FBI did in 2019 could make that case. The fact this has dragged on so much longer, from my sources, what I've been told is that they're looking at these larger public corruption cases. Was Joe Biden the beneficiary? If he wasn't, was Joe Biden the lure? Was that what Hunter Biden was putting out there? Hire me as a consultant. I'll get you some face time with Joe or his people. I'm told they've made a lot of significant process on that. Some of Hunter Biden's former business partners have cooperated before the grand jury. And if they've answered that question, that may explain why there's been a very long period of time of additional investigation. And we hear that there have been negotiations between the Hunter Biden legal team and the Justice Department seeing if there could be a plea deal. I don't get the sense that's going 
going to happen. So I think this is going to be much larger than a, a, a tax case. I think the time spent on it, what the witnesses have been asked before the grand jury, they're looking at pay-to-play, corruption, foreign lobbying. And uh, I would, uh, uh, barring a, you know, a really big plea deal, I don't think that this case is going to be a narrow case. That could change. But at the present time, the witnesses who've gone before the grand jury get the sense that this is a much larger case. They've been asked questions way beyond the tax cases. Wow. And real quick, we just have two seconds left, John. How long till we get an answer? I mean, how long do you think till the grand jury comes back? Literally two seconds, John. Yeah, I think, you know, I think it has to be this summer. I'll be shocked if it goes into the fall. Wow. John Solomon, thank you very much. And everybody, check out John's great work there at J. Solomon Reports. Thank you so much, John. We're going to take your calls, everybody, after the break. 1-800-848-9222. You're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. It's The Rita Cosby Show. Talking about the Hunter Biden investigation, I will tell you I was heartened to hear what John Solomon just told us here on the show, that he thinks that this summer he was saying that he thinks the grand jury is going to come back and he believes that they're at least investigating more than just tax evasion or gun charges, a number of other things, because they've been interviewing People tied to Hunter Biden, his business partners. And tonight, the New York Post uh, just breaking a few hours ago that uh, one of these other associates who used to work with Hunter Biden basically sending a text message after the New York Post did their big explosive reporting that, remember, got buried, that, remember, they got blocked on social media, all that stuff as a result of it. And there was a text message from somebody close to Uh, Hunter Biden, this business partner, who basically refers to, quote, the big guy in text. So is that another verification that there is a big guy and it sure looks like Joe Biden is the big guy, according to the way this guy is phrasing things? So do you think that maybe there will be some resolution and maybe some answers about did Joe Biden get money? Did he get some part of the deal? Why was Hunter Biden clearly, it looks like, selling access to his father? Because why else were these companies interested in him? Not for other prowesses that we've seen on videotape. I mean, my goodness, can you imagine if the name was Trump? That's all I keep thinking about. If it was Hunter Trump, can you imagine? He would be behind bars for the rest of his life. They'd throw away the key. Talk about a double standard in the way that different families are being treated. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Do you believe that there has definitely been sort of a selective prosecution and a total double standard in the way that Hunter Biden's been treated and the way that anybody tied to President Trump, it seems, has been treated? My goodness, it's like impeach, impeach, impeach. But Hunter Biden... No worries. Let's go to Adam, line one. Adam, your thoughts about all this and Hunter Biden in particular. Hi there. Um, Donald Trump is on tape um, demanding that the secretary state of Georgia uh, find illegally 11,000 something votes 
um, to overturn a free and fair election that Donald Trump was told was free and fair. Under Georgia state law, that's extremely illegal, extremely legal, and it's also treasonous. So what does that have to do with Hunter Biden, Adam? Well, I'm going to because you 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 made the. You got to get to the point really quick. I mean, if if Hunter Biden, hang on one second. Obviously, two wrongs don't make a right. But let me tell you that if indeed Hunter Biden was selling access to his father, not filing taxes, uh, doing a lot more, that's a big issue. Rita Cosby is on. The Rita Cosby Show presents Back the Blue. And in tonight's Back the Blue segment, a very powerful story from Jacksonville Beach, Florida, where a Jacksonville Sheriff's Office canine is recovering after being shot and wounded in a shootout following a police pursuit last week. Canine Huck, who suffered three gunshot wounds to his neck, hind, and wrist, was flown to an emergency vet clinic after the shooting. Months before the shooting, JSO officers attended a canine training course, which taught them emergency wound care for canines. Now, the instructor of that course, police trainer Matthew Casey, said some of the officers involved in helping canine Huck actually attended his course. He said that he couldn't be more proud of the officers on the scene that provided a great, great service to this canine and all the support staff from aviation all the way down to the veterinarian office that is now taking care of him. He remains at this hour, Canine Huck, at the vet clinic. Wow, what a very powerful story about the training that officers get and also the canines who help them so much on the job. Well, we are talking about the different standards of justice. If your name was Hunter Trump or if your name is Hunter Biden. And, of course, President Trump right now, as we know, is being investigated six ways to Sunday. His family is being investigated six ways to Sunday. It's like every time you turn around, somebody's investigating him for something. President Trump sneezed. Oh, they'll investigate him. He coughed. Oh, they'll investigate him. Let's impeach him for that. I mean, my goodness, if you look at the January 6th committee and you look at now DOJ, Merrick Garland making these comments, um, New York State. I mean, there's all these different layers to investigations, whether it's Trump or Trump businesses. But yet Hunter Biden, who you see, we all see, sadly, way too much of him on videotape. He is clearly, you know, if you look at the background, he goes to Ukraine. He's doing business. He's doing business with the mayor of Moscow's wife, the former mayor of Moscow's wife, China, all these different things. And it sure looks quite unseemly. And it is extremely important, I think, that we get to the bottom of this, especially now that we are finding out new details, according to whistleblowers that are senior officials within FBI, coming forward to Chuck Grassley, who's head of the Senate Oversight Committee, one of the head guys there, somebody who whistleblowers traditionally go to. This is not a conspiracy guy. I've known Chuck Grassley a long time. And now a number of whistleblowers have come forward saying that some damaging information about Hunter was purposely buried because it wouldn't basically look good to then President Biden or President the candidate Biden at that point who was running. And they clearly were playing politics with what information should be phoned, what should be or you know 
revealed, what shouldn't be revealed. And that's not the way FBI should work. It's supposed to be just the facts. If the facts lead somewhere, you should expose it. If they don't lead somewhere, then obviously don't pursue it. But boy, it certainly seems like a double standard in terms of justice. And former prosecutor Trey Gowdy had this to say about these bombshell revelations about the whistleblowers now within the FBI who say that that information was purposely discredited by fellow agents before, right before the 2020 election. Take a listen. You mentioned disinformation. All right. The presumptively erroneous Adam Schiff immediately said this whole laptop thing is disinformation, okay? But then you had a former federal prosecutor who, oh, by the way, happened to be the director of national intelligence named Johnny Ratcliffe, who said, it's a lot of things, but Russian disinformation is not one of them. So it's clearly not Russian disinformation. The head of our intelligence community said it was not. Uh, Merrick Garland, what he does with it, I'm not supposed to know. But if he does not treat this the same way he would an investigation into Hunter Smith or Hunter Jones, then the politicization of our justice system has been complete, and we need to start the republic over again. Wow, and we need to start the republic over again. I agree with him. It needs to be fair on all sides. That's the bottom line. And guess what? It keeps. I keep thinking about one thing that happened right after the 2020 elections. And to me, this to me is the most damning piece of all. Right after the 2020 elections, there was a poll that a number of Democrats who were not aware of the Hunter Biden story, because remember, it was suppressed all over social media. Remember, they blacked out the New York Post. None of their coverage was really getting out there. Nobody else in the media was picking up the Hunter Biden laptop story on the New York Post that was breaking the story left and right. They were trying to totally dilute and bury the story, the mainstream media. There was a poll soon afterwards that many Democrats, and we're talking, it was like, you know, nine in some some places, nine percent, some 12 percent. That's a significant amount, said that they might not have voted for President Biden had they known the Hunter Biden story existed and had they known that the laptop was correct. Now we know that both of those are true. But because that story was suppressed, so many Democratic voters, so many Americans on all sides of the aisle didn't know about it. Remember, there was that moment during the debate where President Trump came out and was trying to go after the Hunter Biden story. And Chris Wallace cuts him off in the debate like, whoa, 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 what are you talking about? And and then Biden said, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know anything about my son's business dealings. I was like, OK, let's move on. And basically, that was the only time that maybe somebody might have heard about it if because they couldn't see it in the New York Post because it was suppressed. But that's why these stories matter, because had that amount of Democrats, and we're talking 9 to 12 percent of Democrats, said they didn't see the story and it may have influenced who they voted for. They may not have voted for President Biden had they known about these questionable dealings with his son. They had they known of the story, but they didn't know because there was this big media blackout. And that's why we need to get to the truth. And this is what Greg Gutfeld had to say on the five on Fox just a little bit ago. I want to get to the bottom of the laptop cover up. Mm. You know, that changed an election. It helped erase the, you know, the voting, uh, the, 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 the desires of a voting public. And I think it made a lot of people think that the fix was already in. And it really then their votes didn't matter. I think it, it, it red pilled a lot of people. You had a cabal of tech and media 
and even Chamber of Commerce and the Democrats, and they, they buried this New York Post story, they suffocated it, and they targeted anyone who discussed this. It cost Trump an election, and I think it's left, it's left the country kind of in a weird state where we can't trust anything, and that's including the FBI. We can't trust anybody because we don't know who's in on anything anymore. Yeah, you don't know. And how amazing is it? I mean, what kind of country are we like in North Korea where you can't see the facts or China where they basically block out the facts? That is what happened with the Hunter Biden story. And why weren't we allowed to see it prior to the 2020 election? Most people in America didn't know about it, as I just said. Even Democrats said they might have voted differently. And now we are seeing absolutely the Democrats are like full steam ahead on anything Trump related. Trump, 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 Trump. And yet Hunter Biden, we still don't even have answers. And now we know that the laptop is correct. We know the story's correct. Finally, other people in the mainstream media are reporting it. And now we know, as of a few hours ago, there's whistleblowers in the FBI saying, you know what? It's time we get to the bottom of it because there were people burying it within the agency. You can't have that about justice. You can't have that happen. 1-800-848-9222. Um, let's go to Russell on line eight. Go ahead, Russell, your thoughts about this. Well, I read it. I saw you on Newsmack on the on the John Tobacco show for Naomi Wolf. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A while ago. I remember that. I love Johnny. Absolutely. It was just a, a week ago. But there was a distinguished gentleman looking at you adoringly. I know that wasn't Stan of Forest Hills. Was that your partner? Because he's so good looking. I am not sure. But but whoever it is, it might have been Stan. How do you know it wasn't Stan? It might have been well, Stan I, or, I, or Teddy. Maybe it was Teddy who calls in. Maybe. But I, I picture Stan as a schlub, you know. I mean, that's the theater of the mind. But, but Rita, I want to ask you, you know, I think the first impeachment of Trump was the cover-up. And will history recognize that Trump was impeached for a legitimate look into the Biden scandal? That's what he was trying to do, right? Right. And in fact, you're absolutely right, because they were looking into some of the questionable funds. And then it came back. Remember that it was going back to Trump. Then they tried to lead it back. And then it became this Trump Russian disinformation going after him. Of course, we know that that turned out to be a waste of time and taxpayers' money and totally discredited. And yet, here we know. I mean, Russell, you look at the guy. I mean, you look at Hunter Biden. And unfortunately, we've seen way too much of him in these videotapes, as I pointed out. Clearly, people were going after him. You know, these companies and these countries were going after him for access to his father. It's, it is an absolutely correct question to ask, and we don't know the answer. He's the weakest link, obviously, with Biden. But quickly, do you think Pelosi is paying back a debt by going over to Taiwan against Biden's interests? I mean, I know Stan doesn't think women should be policed. Does he think women should be speakers of the House? Because Pelosi is totally irresponsible. Thanks, Rita. Thank you, Russell. Listen, great. Lots of questions there, Russ. Um, And boy, poor Stan hasn't even called in yet, and he's already getting hammered here. But... Um, But in terms of Nancy Pelosi, I think, Stan, I mean, I think, Russell, that I think she is looking at maybe other things, maybe, who knows, something in the future. I mean, she's, you know, she's close to Biden's age, by the way. Uh, But who knows? Maybe she's thinking maybe she's going to run for president. I mean, who knows? I feel like there's something behind this in terms of political uh, advantage, clearly, because she knows that it's a provocative move. Obviously, the Chinese don't want her to go. But what I find is so interesting, by the way, and we're going to talk about that tomorrow a lot on the show, because tomorrow President Biden is supposed to be talking to 
President Xi of China. So we're going to get into that. But it's interesting because Republicans and a lot of Democrats don't want her to go. And then there are a number of people who say she should, that we shouldn't be bowing down to China. It's a really provocative, interesting thing. But I think she has some sort of political ambition. Who knows? Maybe her husband Paul told her to go. Maybe there's some stock tip. Who knows? 1-800-848-9222. Uh, let's go to BJ. Line 8. Go ahead, BJ. Your thoughts. So, uh, Rita, this is a, a, a not much talked about uh, situation. They, uh, uh, the New York Post suppressed this story, or at least uh, Twitter and uh, all of uh, social media suppressed the story about the laptop. Uh, that's why when uh, people come forward and, and use the, the Post as uh, uh, or any of these media, media organizations as, as scripture, as Bible, uh, I, I don't go for it. You know, people have to be inquiring and inquisitive. They suppress that story. That's that that laptop is basically the keys to the kingdom. That's the entire blueprint of the Biden crime empire. That's what uh, the basis of the uh, Miranda Divine book, a laptop from hell, is 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 on. Uh, Rudy Giuliani talks about this laptop often. Uh, he has in the past. So did Peter Schweitzer. Uh, had the American people known that this was taking place and had we were allowed to have a discussion and analysis of it, I don't think Joe Biden would have gotten into the White House. That is my humble opinion. And by the way, I tend to agree with you because I think he came across during that campaign as like, oh, you know, the Trumps are corrupt and I'm Lily, you know, I'm, you know, Mother Teresa next to him. And remember, every time he got asked about it, he got a free pass. He barely ever got asked about it. And whenever he did, he was like, oh, what are you talking about? He just kind of dismissed it. And he got a free pass, even in that debate, too, when he was asked about it by Trump, because Trump pressed the issue. But but if they didn't see that information, and, and you heard what I was just saying, BJ, too, it was stunning to me, is that it was Democrats who were saying that they might not have voted for Biden right after the election when they found out about this laptop, about Hunter, about this. I mean, to me, that is very telling. And I agree with you. In an election like it was, to have that much of a vote of people in the Democratic Party, and that was when he was doing well in the polls, um, not now where he's tanking, which we're going to talk about in the next hour. Boy, is he tanking. But when you look at those that spread, that absolutely could have swung the election. And to me, that that to me is absolute media manipulation, um, the fact that the media caved and didn't pursue it and didn't really push Biden on it. Can you imagine if stories were coming out every day leading up to the election of some new detail in the laptop or something else? And if it wasn't just the New York Post and they were, remember, blacked out, if it was like top of social media, top of newspapers around the country, I actually think you are 1000 percent correct. Do you think we'll ever get to the bottom of it, B.J.? No, I don't. I think, uh, well, you know, the, the, this remains clear in the people's minds because you notice Hunter Biden got all these crazy painting offers for $500,000 for crazy paintings. Right. For a pay, uh, by the way, by the way, I, I'm not a good artist, but I could paint better than Hunter Biden. <laughs> How about you? My sec, I could get like a second grader and say, could you throw a paintball against a, a piece of paper? And that would be better art than Hunter Biden, BJ. 
And it was wild. This guy was getting interviews, book deals, and all this other stuff. And and I, I mean, I couldn't believe my I, my mouth was aghast watching this business. And uh, anytime Joe Biden was confronted with this in the most civilized of terms, he would scream. He would go uh, crazy, grandpa, on everybody, uh, you know, and and run away. And which is basically how he handles any type of confrontation, a challenge. He runs off the stage. He runs away, or actually, sag. I don't know what do you call that that gate of his. But he, none of there, no one is called upon in the White House press corps uh, uh, that it disagrees with him. For every every uh, uh, challenging vote that they have, or any type of challenging question in that press corps, they have twelve Democrats that sing a chorus and are in a uh, an echo chamber that basically do not challenge uh, the press secretary. And haven't since uh, they got rid of Hollaback uh, 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 Girl or whatever her name was. The, Saki, uh, Jen Saki. Yeah, uh, this one doesn't. I mean, it, Jen was bad, but this one is lost. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't. I agree. She doesn't even. Oh my gosh, I've never seen someone who just can't, just does not have a an understanding of the facts. You know, it's okay to have an understand. It's okay to be in opposition. You actually learn from people about other aspects of of issues. But this 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 person does not have an understanding of what's going on. She basically is an identity hire. I mean, her qualification, she clearly said, was, uh, you know, uh, having to do with identity politics, her color and their sexual preference and such. Well, and also she talked a lot about like critical race theory and all that stuff. And the other thing, too, also, BJ, I also I feel a little sorry for her because can you imagine being the person to go out there every day and say, Oh, uh, Joe Biden is full of vigor, and he's the one in charge. And boy, uh, there's no question Hunter Biden is the greatest, smartest guy he knows. And then you got to have a straight face. That's a lot of work. She should be paid double for that. My goodness. that Talk about tough work. When we come back, we're going to continue with your calls, everybody. 1-800-848-9222. Is there a double standard? Can you imagine if it wasn't Hunter Biden, but if it was Hunter Trump? He'd be uh, in like Alcatraz for the rest of his life. San Quentin, at least. 1-800-848-9222. It's the Rita Cosby Show. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Biden, as is the rest of the country, because I'm telling you, the breadcrumbs are pointing in your direction. And there is now, as you heard from John Solomon, a grand jury. He thinks they're going to come back in the summer and that they are looking into potential business deals with other people that they brought in his former business partners. There's also whistleblowers, as we learned in the last few hours, coming forward within the FBI to members of Congress. And this is what Senator Ron Johnson, Republican, had to say about saying we need more info as soon as possible. We need a lot more whistleblowers inside the FBI, Department of Justice, the federal health agencies. If we're going to restore credibility to these agencies, we need to know the truth. And that's because it looks like 
FBI agents, according to these whistleblowers, buried information because they felt favorable to President Biden, then candidate Biden, because this is before the 2020 elections. And that could certainly sway things. The fact that those details were buried, that to me is despicable, despicable. And this is what Senator Johnson has to say about what should happen now. Uh, This is dirty. This is corrupt. We need answers. And Christopher Wray, uh, uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland, these people have to come clean and tell us what we know. We may need a a special counsel on this one. Yeah, boy, it'd be great if there was a special counsel. If this U.S. attorney in Delaware comes back this summer and just comes back with some little, like, gun charge or something small or a plea deal, and then what, it gets kind of cast aside? There should be a special counsel. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Craig on line one. Craig, your thoughts about this? I think Benedict Biden is, it's treasonous what he's done to our country. And he's emboldened every criminal there is right down to the smallest petty person there is because they watch our country. You can get away with this. The FBI backs you up and protects the this this crime syndicate, which is the Democratic Party, the head of the Hillary Clinton smashes 30,000 emails and the the FBI lets her go. And it's, it's like every criminal's emboldened saying, well, if they can do it at the top, well, I might as well be a criminal, too. You know what I, you know what I'm thinking about, too, Craig, during, you know, even all the Russia stuff. Remember, uh, you know, the uh, Lisa Page and her lover at the FBI, remember, were trying to basically set up Trump because they didn't like Trump. Uh, I mean, you can't have a politicized FBI. That is a very dangerous, dangerous place uh, to be. Um, And boy, if we never get to the bottom of this, it's a huge disservice uh, for America on so many levels. Craig, thank you. Awesome call. Let's go to Robert in Philly. Robert, your thoughts on line six. What do you think? Good to talk to you again, Rita. Um, I expect no justice. I expect no truth. I expect nothing from the media, the mainstream media and this administration. I will wait until after January. Facts will start to come out. And then when the person who should be in office is back in office in 24, we will find out a lot of truths. And the Democrats are looking at possibly being a regional party as a result of it. And I just hope that Stanley lives long enough to see it. <laughs> Stan will have a Stan will be like, oh my goodness, he'll have a heart attack if that ever happens. If <laughs> Trump gets back to the White House, him and Teddy, who called the show, they'll both go into panic attacks. My goodness. Um, but you're right, Robert. We have to see what happens. Um, and if Trump does go back in, or by the way, also, even if the Republicans get the House, first thing they're going to do is kill, of course, the January 6th investigation, at least in Congress. They can't necessarily kill DOJ, but they can kill kill the investigation in Congress. And then you can bet they're going to say, and let's look into this guy, Hunter Biden, the smartest guy Joe knows. Are you kidding me? Feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. I 
And we are talking about what happened to the New York Post when they were blocked about the Hunter Biden story. By the way, just about half an hour ago, Elon Musk coming out and saying that suspending the New York Post from Twitter was, quote, incredibly inappropriate. So basically, if he does take ownership, and of course, that's in dispute right now in a big legal case, it sounds like he never would have blocked the New York Post. And then all the American voters would have been able to see what we're all hearing about now and what many of us heard about before the election, but many Americans did not. And that's why it's important to get the story out. You can't play favorites, especially when you're dealing with somebody as important as the president of the United States. We're going to take calls in a moment about Hunter Biden. And if you think there is a double standard of justice, and if his name was Hunter Trump, I contend already they would have thrown him behind bars and locked the key and they would have taken they locked the cell thrown away the key and they would have just basically said see ya you're going to be in solitary confinement for the next 100 years i mean it has really been amazing that so far given just the amount of things we've seen that we still don't know all the details and we don't know why suddenly he was getting paid an exorbitant amount of money Because he knew these kind of fringe actors in Ukraine, in Russia, in China, there's clearly a pattern here. And we're talking about millions upon millions of dollars. What are your thoughts, everybody, as to where this is headed? John Solomon was just telling us a few minutes ago that he believes this summer there could be a conclusion to the case. Lots of new details coming out tonight. Uh, Another big story. This one you can see on the New York Post because they're not blocking him anymore. But now uh, we are getting details that another business partner of uh, this is of Hunter Biden has come forward and basically not on his own, but some of his texts have come forward where he talks about the big guy, makes references to the big guy in numerous different texts and different conversations. So lots of things appear to be closing in on Hunter Biden. But we're also finding out that tonight that there are whistleblowers that came forward to senators basically saying that members of the FBI, that they physically saw members of the FBI saying, let's discredit this. Let's try to put this down, that we should kind of say it's Russian disinformation, that they didn't want to hear about it, anything negative to Biden, because what, they liked Biden? Uh, I mean, that's not the way that justice should be. So do you think that the FBI, that DOJ are highly politicized And do you think there is totally a different set of justice for them? And as we're seeing the way that they are vociferously going after President Trump, 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-9222. Well, meantime, President Biden did, by the way, come out today. Finally, remember, he's been dealing with COVID, um, which, thank goodness, I'm glad he's doing okay Uh, Because that's serious stuff for somebody of his age. And, of course, he didn't look like he was doing well when he first got COVID just a couple days ago. But he came out today to say that there was some good news. And there were a few claps in the Rose Garden when he made the announcement. Take a listen. I thought I heard him rumbling my staff saying, oh, he's back. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for sticking around. Hello, everyone. I've uh, just tested negative for COVID-19 after isolating for five days. 
Thankfully, I'll now be able to return to work in person, but I, I want to thank you all for your well wishes, your prayers. Wow. Well, there were some applause there, but if you look at some of the polls, wow, things are really, really bad for this president. A new CNN poll says that 75% of Democrats do not want him to run a second term. That is disastrous for this president. And so that's why I think there's such a fixation on President Trump and also continuous effort to bury the Hunter Biden story. Take a listen. Here is Joe Biden a little bit more today. And this is incredible. He is so fixated. Everything about him is like he's got to slam President Trump anytime he can. You can tell he's so worried about President Trump. Even today when he comes out to announce that he's doing a lot better, he tries to sound like he was like a Terminator in battling COVID and that Trump was like a weeping willow. Take a listen to this one. When my predecessor got COVID, he had to get helicoptered to Walter Reed Medical Center. He was severely ill. Thankfully, he recovered. When I got COVID, I worked from upstairs to the White House and the offices upstairs and uh, for the, that five-day period. The difference is vaccinations, of course. Right. So does that make any sense that he had to take a swipe at President Trump? I mean, come on. He is so Trump obsessed. It is really incredible to see just the attacks against President Trump at every single term by this president. Like he was so much better and he's so much more virulent than President Trump. Well, this is what Jesse Waters had to say on The Five about that. He needs to drop the tough guy act. He's fallen more times than Trump got COVID. He broke his foot playing with his dog, Dana. <laughs> Trump was in the hospital for three days. Then he gets out of the hospital, signs the Abraham Accords, nominates a Supreme Court justice, and dances the YMCA until midnight. What is Biden talking about? Yeah, what is he talking about? And then Greg Gutfeld had this classic line. What's in a worse condition, Joe or his own party? I mean, one moment he's benign, and the next moment he's shouting invective at curtains. This guy shouldn't be talking to China unless it's the dinnerware. (laughs) I mean, and think of the poor interpreters. They'll stroke out and not like Hunter. I haven't seen a guy this lost since the Donner Party, but his party is worse. Ouch. (laughs) Wow. Greg really went for that one. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Where do you think, you guys, this is headed with Hunter Biden and the fact that Joe Biden is just tanking, tanking, tanking the polls? And now we have more revelations about Hunter Biden and revelations that the FBI was trying to bury evidence about it. That looks terrible for the FBI, it looks terrible for the president, and it looks terrible for Hunter Biden. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Bernard in Santa Barbara. Go ahead in beautiful Santa Barbara. Bernard, go ahead. Yeah, hey, Rita. How you doing there? Um, I'm calling up because I want to say that this thing with Merrick Garland and these pending, you know, indictment or charges, this isn't going to go away. Anyone who thinks it is is dreaming. They're going to drag this on as long as they need to drag it on. There's no way. And and, and Bernard, you mean about Trump, right? You're referring to like Garland investigating yes, Trump, not, not Hunter Biden. Yes. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I know. And just a little earlier, you were talking about Trump, you know, and 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 the trouble that he was having. In other words, with the thing with with Merrick Garland, he is going to file the charges. We're not going to be able if Trump gets a nomination for the Republicans, we're not going to be able to avoid a situation where he is running without these charges that are going to be filed. And I don't think he's going to be able to win the nomination. If, if, in other words, it's gotten to a point now where it's out of our control, completely out of our control. All Merrick Garland has to do is file those charges, and that's going to be the last straw. It's going to eliminate whatever other people might vote for Trump to the point where he won't be able to win. Now, so what I'm now let me let me ask you though, Bernard, to your point, why do you think because Trump will just say, "Oh, it's a political vendetta, it's a witch hunt for me." Um, it could actually backfire in some ways to DOJ because it could look so highly politicized. It could look so transparent. Uh, it may not encumber him. I mean, certainly that's what they're planning to do is to drag him into lawsuits and everything else they can do to keep him, you know, uh, you know, every single dir- different direction, pull him into some legal action, whether it's, you know, January 6th committee, whether it's DOJ, whether it's other things. But Maybe that won't stop him. Maybe he'll still go full steam ahead and he'll just use it as part of his campaign ad and say they're out to get me because they're worried about me because I will defend you. I can see how Trump would phrase it in the ad. Right. And and I know. And if most people had common sense like me and you, that's the way it would be. But but the thing is, you know, right now, to be honest with you, Trump's is I mean, if he gets indicted and then the jury, if there's a jury, it's going to be in D.C. And we already went through this D.C. thing with 10 Democrats out of every 12 jurors. Right now, do you think he will be indicted? I, I, by the way, I actually tend to believe that he will based on the way that Merrick Garland was talking and based on the fact that this DOJ just seems so politically driven. They're like an extension of Joe Biden. Guaranteed. And the jury's going to be 10 Democrats. He's going to end up getting convicted and everybody will get their little dream come true. They'll, you know, but you know what? Trump's really tough. He'll be able to handle it mentally and all that. I just feel bad for our country. The only good thing out of this is that we're going to get to Santos and he's got to probably has a better chance of winning, especially now. All right. Well, Bernard, thank you very, very much. Really interesting call. Let's go to Tony in New Jersey. Tony, your thoughts about all this. How you doing, Rita? Uh, nice show. Uh, I think President Biden is going to pardon his son and his two brothers, and then he's going to go out on a medical. And then when they go after Biden, if they go after him, the president, they're going to say he's senile. So none of this is going to go anywhere. I think it's all a waste of time right now. If you got to go after anybody, go after Pelosi and Schumer. They're the real culprits here, too. Although, Tony, but if you yeah. look at the money, there is such you can't tell me you look at, you know, at Hunter Biden, Tony, and you and I uh, both can see with our plain eyes. I mean, that guy, you look at the videotape. I mean, the last one where he was like in green video, it looked like he was on Mars. Remember? And he's like in some lab. It's like a detox lab. He's what he's wearing uh, less than a birthday suit. And he's talking about prostitutes and drugs. And it's like, oh, my God. And this is who they were paying millions of dollars. I mean, that's an enormous amount of money. And to just sort of sweep it under the rug, I think is a disservice. And I actually think 
Either way, wherever the wherever the truth lies. I mean, first off, clearly they're buying access to him. The question is, can we connect the dots to quote the big guy? And is the big guy, you know, president? You know, is he President Biden? And so, if there was indeed some money that went to President Biden, the American public deserves to know. And if there isn't money that went to President Biden, then we need to know that too. So he's clear, don't you think, Tone? Well, I think you got a point there, but also I, I think. Like President Trump was right, Washington is a swamp, and and a lot of Republicans are on the take too. Yeah, one, one, Tony, you're absolutely right, one thousand percent, and that's why Trump made a lot of enemies because just like you said, there's a big old swamp there. Uh, Let's go to Phil, line six. Phil, your thoughts about this? Yeah, hi. Uh, I think the satisfaction that this country has with Joe Biden. And the, the admiration that many have for Trump, I think it's gonna it's gonna be enough to get Trump into the White House if he runs. However, there's is a, is a point here that has to be made. If if Trump comes in, he basically has to fire 99% of the people who are in their positions. Like I believe he he has that power, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, he can fire this. I mean, there are some that are lifers. It depends on, you know, what the position is. But he can fire a lot of them. And, you know, the problem was when he first came in the last time, there were so many people to hire. He had never been in, you know, in public office before. And he was just taking the guidance from a lot of people. And remember, like, he was finding out along the way, oh, wait, that person was trashing me on the campaign trail? I didn't know that. Why did I just approve him? Because suddenly he's approving, you know, a thousand, several thousand positions. He can't, he can't personally investigate. So then he was finally finding along the way, okay, I got to get rid of that one. I got to get rid of that one. But uh, I think he's going to make a lot more careful choices next go round and at least find people. Because if you are the president of the United States, and I say this, you know, no matter what party you're in, you have to have people who are loyal to you, who are working for you, not working against you, because how can you be effective in your office and be effective for the United States if you don't have a clear line? And so it, that's an interesting point. Uh, but you think that he you think he could make it, Phil, even if they start going after him, DOJ, even in, with an indictment? Well, I, you know, I hate to say it, but if you remember the newspapers some years back, they called it the Teflon Don. They call the the Gotti was the Teflon Don. I think this is the Teflon uh, Trump. You can't nothing nothing seems to stick to him because he didn't do any wrongdoing. So they could they, this this January sixth thing is gonna basically disturb a lot of people because listen, you got as many people as you got going after them. You have that many people going for the people who were victimized by by January sixth. The people who are still rotting in jail for just as much as walking into the building, being ushered in by guards and given the grand tour, and they wind up as inmates in a federal prison. I think what Trump's biggest problem is going to be, number one, like you said a moment ago, hiring the right people, and number two, getting the job done. And the people that he hires doesn't have to, they don't have to like him or, or work for him, in, in, if you know what I mean. As long as they are clearly unbiased and do the job instead of 
what Biden dictates. You know what I mean? Absolutely. No, and do what's best for America. Absolutely. One thousand percent. We'll continue with your calls, everybody, after the break. One eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. What if it was Hunter Trump? Do you think that it would get swept under the rug? Hunter Biden? Oh, no problem. I'll do drugs. I'll be with a prostitute. I can't figure out if it's cocaine or Parmesan cheese. No problem. We'll take your calls after the break. You're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. This is The Rita Cosby Show. And we are talking about Hunter Biden, the smartest guy that Joe Biden knows. Remember when he was asked, oh, yeah, my son is brilliant. Really? Remember this? This is one of those things I'll never forget from Hunter Biden. I spent more time on my hands and knees picking through rugs, um, smoking anything that even remotely resembled crack cocaine. I probably smoked more Parmesan cheese than anyone, <laughs> anyone that you know, I'm sure, Tracy. <laughs> because there'd be crumbs yeah. mixed in and yeah. you just... It, yeah. I mean, I went one time for 13 days without sleeping and smoking crack and drinking vodka exclusively throughout that entire time. Boy, doesn't that sound like someone you want to hire for a business deal and pay millions upon millions of dollars? Who has no experience in those arenas? 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Stan on line four. Stan, your thoughts. Crime syndicate? Is that what I heard somebody say? It's a crime syndicate. It's it's the the untouchables with Elliot Ness. I mean, what are we talking? He's been in the he's a crime. What do you, what do you think? It's get smart with the with the shoe phone. <laughs> I love it. A crime syndicate. What crime syndicate? What's I mean? Look, Hunter Biden is an idiot. I know that. Uh, he's he's worse than that. He's well, a wait pervert. a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, he I, is. He I, is. Uh, they're investigating him. Correct. I'm for that. Correct. I said that all Stan, the way. Stan, boy, is there a lot to investigate. Well, we, we'll we've we'll we've see. seen more of Hunter Biden than I've seen of guys I dated for years. But go ahead. Uh, that, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad it's not the other way around. But go oh, ahead. Whatever. Stan. Whatever. You know. You got to You got to answer that question. I'm <laughs> no, but I'm saying, look, let them. I, I, I'm not. I'm not. Let them investigate. Uh, if it's a tax evasion, that's the most minimal of crime. I'm not saying if he didn't pay taxes, he should pay taxes. But if that's the most minimal, then we also have to say this. Donald Trump is the greatest diverter of taxes there is. But we won't talk about that, will we? And here's the other thing that fascinates me. You said the FBI has things on uh, Hunter Biden and so forth that he did. Okay. All right. Fine. Let's see what it is. Uh, what about the FBI eliminating certain messages about Donald Trump? What about that little situation? Well, which is uh, being also, a, remember they oh, were – well, oh, well, you didn't Stan, bring that up. Stan, hang on. Stan, uh, Stan, how about the big thing that came out from the FBI, all those investigations that we saw of late? And I'm talking about you know prior to 2020. Remember, all of the stuff tied to Russia, it was the FBI undermining Trump. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff. I'm not sure if you're referring to Secret Service. I think maybe you got your divisions messed up. I think you're talking about Secret Service regarding January 6th. But clearly, yeah, I can't tell me you take one look at Hunter Biden. 
The guy can't figure out if it's crack cocaine or Parmesan cheese, and you're going to pay him millions of dollars? But, oh, he's a brilliant guy? Stan, this guy's in trouble, and boy, anyone who can't see that's in trouble, too. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Rita Cosby is on. The Rita Cosby Show presents Support Our Heroes. And in tonight's Support Our Heroes segment, a powerful story coming out of St. Louis, Missouri, where a man named Michael Barron, a veteran, was presented with the Proud to Serve Award. Michael Barron was raised in Louisiana in a six-person household, including his four brothers, longing to leave the house immediately following high school and having multiple generations of family members that served and various branches of the military, he knew that joining the Navy would be the best avenue for him, and his brothers felt the same way. Amazingly, all four of them have served. What an incredible family. Following his time in the military, Michael moved to Missouri, where he turned his love to animals into a business by opening the Wildlife Command Center in Imperial, Missouri. Now, he grew up in the swamps of Louisiana, served in the Navy, built up his own company, and also helped many, many other businesses along the way. Uh, During his 20 years, he served on three different submarines. He was the youngest officer in the nuclear subdivision, uh, and he also played, get this, the the tenor sax for a triple threat. How amazing is that? He played for former Presidents Carter, Reagan, and Clinton. So what a talented guy. And he was now honored this week. And nominated by a number of people and, again, presented with the Proud to Serve Award, honoring great veterans in the community in St. Louis, Missouri. And I love doing our Support Our Heroes segment every night here on the Rita Cosby Show because we get to shine an incredible light on our great veterans and also their families. We are talking about Hunter Biden, who, boy, is that guy just a mess. It does look like investigations are closing in on him, especially one by the U.S. Attorney's Office in Delaware. But this comes at the same time that we're getting mixed messages that apparently in 2020, right before the election, that at that point, by the way, there was information that agents within the FBI buried, according to whistleblowers at the FBI, telling Senator Chuck Grassley and Ron Johnson that they physically saw people saying, oh, that's just Russian disinformation or that's something else. Let's just put it down. Even when people say, well, 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 we should look into this Hunter Biden thing. Oh, no, let's put it down. Let's not worry about it. That is really scary stuff. If the FBI and DOJ are just not looking into things because they did not want to look into it. Did it come from the higher ups? Was it individual agents playing politics? Either way. As I have said, can you imagine if the last name was Trump? It would be a whole different standard of justice, as we are seeing. 
because Merrick Garland seems to be going full steam ahead. As we know, the January 6th committee, led by Liz Cheney and also Benny Thompson and Adam Kinzinger, three Democrats, two Republicans, but really Democrats. That's why I say it facetiously. But that's going full steam ahead. So all these things are going after Trump. And yet it seems like the Hunter Biden stuff is just kind of trudging along a little bit in this U.S. attorney's office. And now we know why it really hasn't picked up steam at the DOJ and especially at the FBI, because they didn't want to hear about it, especially before the 2020 election. And guess what? Biden looks like he's going to have a lot of trouble come 2024 for that election, because this new poll that just came out tonight, this is damning, guys. Seventy five percent of Democratic voters want someone other than Joe Biden. This is from CNN. I mean, can it get any more liberal? You got liberal CNN. It's basically Rachel Maddow saying, guess what? We don't want Biden. You got CNN saying 75 percent in a poll do not want him. They want somebody other than him. But if you listen to Joe Biden, things are just great. Remember this line when he was asked about the sinking poll numbers not that long ago? Mr. President, what's your message to Democrats who don't want you to run again? They want me to run. Two-thirds say they Read don't. Read the polls. Read the polls, Jack. You guys are all the same. That poll showed that 92% of Democrats, if I ran, would vote for me. A majority of Democrats say they don't want you to run again in no. 2024. 92% said if I did, they'd vote for me. Oh, yeah, that's if it's between him and Trump. That was a totally different poll. So can you imagine you think Democrats would vote for Trump? They would vote for like an ice cube. Next to Trump, if they had a choice. So that doesn't, they like totally changed the numbers around on a different poll. But this new one says that Democrats want someone other than him. And in fact, in a poll in New Hampshire, they actually put Buttigieg a higher. Can you imagine then the sitting president of the United States? People have never seen, many people who have been watching poll numbers, and I've covered politics a long time. But the folks who like really, really look at all the different numbers, they've never seen anything like this, where a sitting president at this point, right before the midterms, has the most disastrous numbers that they've almost ever seen in history. And that could spell big time trouble for this president. It could spell big time trouble for the midterms. And that could maybe be explaining why things about Hunter Biden are get kind of swept under the rug. Well, here is Byron York, a conservative contributor on Fox News. And this is what he had to say, because he said that Biden, he really believes, uh, is not going to run in 2024. Well, I make that Joe Biden is in big trouble. I think that the American people have a a couple of big concerns. First of all, it's the economy. I mean, the the inflation uh, is at historic highs. That is hitting people every single day. Now they're worried about a recession. Tomorrow we have we may have a recession that the Biden White House denies is a recession. So that's almost all of it. Plus, plus the, the, the nagging idea that Joe Biden is perhaps not up to the job. Our oldest president turns 80 this November, uh, and they feel that perhaps he's just not up to handling it. And that ties in with inflation. He doesn't seem to be up to to handling this problem. Yeah. And boy, today, thank you, President Biden. Now interest rates are up again, three quarters of a percentage point. It looks like another one's going to come in September. And so, boy, Just inflation is skyrocketing. Even Jerome Powell had to talk about it today. He was like, oh, I'm not sure about recession, but inflation, yep, we definitely got that, basically. 
Well, meantime, Cory Bush, who was a member of the squad, things are so bad with President Biden that when she was asked, remember by a reporter just recently, like, is Joe Biden going to have your support? Everybody, even if you don't think, even if you don't want him, you just kind of still say, oh, yeah, sure, of course, the president of the United States, the head of my party, of course we want him. Of course, he's the greatest thing in the world. Like, you never hear anything other than that. And yet, Cori Bush, who along with AOC and Rashida Tlaib, all these guys, this to me is so telling. Everybody is playing this clip today because she basically thought it was a trick question. Like, she couldn't answer it, which basically speaks volumes. Take a listen to Cori Bush. Do you want to see Joe Biden run for a second term? She's got to go. Yeah, I, you know. Uh, that's an easy question. It's not going to take long. Do you want to see Joe I, Biden I don't run? want to answer that question because we have not. That's not. Yeah, I don't want to answer that question. Okay. Um, I mean, he's the president. And he has the right to, to run for a second term. Absolutely. That's, but right but I don't want to. I don't, I don't want. I'd rather you not do that. Okay. Answer you got like two minutes to be in the car. Yeah, I know. Uh, I got to get to the. Well, thanks very much. The, uh, I got to go uh, feed my cat, you know, like, uh, 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 when was that a trick question? If Joe Biden runs, would you support him? You know, even if you're lying, they usually always go, oh, yeah, he's the greatest thing. He is like the best athlete. He never falls on stairs or bikes or anything. He is just the epitome of mental sharpness. And no, she's like, uh, 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 I got to go, uh, paint my toenails. I got to do something. You know, I mean, you know, this is bad. And then you got the poll from CNN of all places saying three quarters of Democrats do not want him to run. What a disaster. And we still don't know about his disastrous son, Hunter Biden. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Jim on line six. Jim, your thoughts about this. Hi, Rita. Yeah, it just it's so blatant. Old Hunter, Jim Biden, they were just Joe Biden's bag men. Everywhere uh, Air Force Two landed, they were vacuuming out money. You know, and it's just there's no truer word than the swamp. And he, Trump just upset their apple cart. That's where they're going after him so viciously because they're all, you know, most of them are corrupt. And you know what? Obama came from the most corrupt crime, you know, political machine there was, Chicago. Why would he send billions of dollars to Iran in the middle of the night, you know, risk that type of scrutiny if there was nothing put aside for him down the road? I think that should be investigated. You know, that's a great point. You're right. The pallets of cash that came in the middle of the night. And remember, nobody knew about it until somebody revealed that there were those pallets. Then they had to admit it. Um, And that's that's another one that we still never got to the bottom of, because why would you do that? And why was it so, quote, covertly? Um, And regarding Biden, I mean, there are just so many questions here. You know, it's like, who pays somebody like this? And I use the phrase degenerate lightly, because that's a nice thing I can say about this guy. I mean, the guy is like, clearly, by his own admission, coked out of his mind uh, with Russian prostitutes and all these different prostitutes. Um, you know, he's going all over the country. And just like you said, he's going on these flights, like the Air Force Two flight. You reminded me of the flight that he took to China, of all places, right? He goes to China with his father on taxpayer dollars, and they want us to believe that they never spoke about business. And then he comes back with a big business deal in his hand. And it's what? Because he's, what, the best drug addict in town? 
not because he's the best businessman. Go ahead, Jim. They, they, I mean, they all go in there thousandaires and come out multimillionaires. The job doesn't pay that much, you know, and they'll come out. Look, look at the Biden's wealth. You know, he was nothing more than a, uh, his whole career, like a, a bad used car salesman. And then he got lucky with Obama. And he got access to bigger ways to make more money. You know, this is like a bad movie you wouldn't believe if you've seen. Yet he's endangering this country. You know, it's a dangerous world with, with Russia and China. And he's, he's, he's like a puppet of Obama, China, Russia, you know. And you it, know what, Jim, too? When I look at Hunter Biden, I just see the word blackmail. I really do. And I, the reason I do, because he is so off his rocker by his own admission, has had so many drug problems, so many issues in his background. There's so many questions about his money. There's so many questions about his morals and his scruples. I mean, that is like a walking blackmail neon sign when you look at him, because what information, what did he say to a Russian prostitute? I mean, there's some stuff on video where you hear him talking to a prostitute about some personal information that has to deal with, like, you know, security stuff. Like, you're like, what is that about, you know? Uh, So it makes you wonder what was said when he was on that he can even remember. Who knows what he even said, you know? Can you imagine? That guy is probably set up. You're telling me that, like, a Russian prostitute paid by, like, Putin or somebody comes in, that they'd be like, God, that guy's way too easy to take advantage of. Give me a harder subject. I mean, that guy probably would be able leaking like a sieve in, like, two minutes. You know? I mean, it's 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 frightening, and it's actually what it is, is it's scary for American security. Jim, thank you very much. Let's go to line four. Let's go to Peter in Staten Island. Go ahead, Pete. Hey, good evening, Rita. Oh, I tell you, I'm getting so psyched up. I am going to be right on Donald Trump. I'm going to do as much volunteer work as Staten Island, you know, they love Donald Trump. But they do. They do. By the way, and by the way, for people who aren't as familiar, obviously, Staten Island, big conservative area, part of New York. So go ahead. Yes. But, you know, uh, there's other sections that aren't and and it's not Staten Island you know it's where all the liberals are and I'm going to be out there with my Trump hat I'm going to be out here with my signs I'm going to be out here with my band guys and we're going to promote Donald Trump more than anyone will ever imagine because he needs it how could you get crucifying this man the liberals are crucifying and would are the liberals happy with the gas being the prices and the food I wanted to get an egg sandwich and the girl says why don't you get locks? It's cheaper. I mean, really, I've no bad. And Span, I would love to take you to White Castle and treat you all McDonald's and Norman will join us and Drew and a couple of the guys, and we'll get everything on the dollar menu, okay? Oh, wow. Because so, what, what, do you say. think Stan is cheap? Is that why you're saying? No, I don't think he's cheap. <laughs> I don't think he's cheap. I tell you the truth. I want to meet him because he's interesting. He's been very polite lately, and I commend him for but the other moron that calls and gets disrespectful, that's not nice. When somebody don't talk to Rita the right way, or although you take the calls and you are fair and balanced and see both ends, that gets people like me and Norman upset. So don't call and be disrespectful to Rita because she's great. She gives people time to talk. She makes us feel comfortable. You know, I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer, but you know what? I'm streetwise.
Well, and Pete, you are awesome, and I love you and Norm so much. You guys are so great. Thank you very much. And I love hearing from all sides. And by the way, I, I think Stan would be a lot of fun at White Castle. He is a, he is fun. He's a good guy. <laughs> thanks so much, Pete. You are awesome, and thanks for your sweet words. I love hearing from everybody. That's part of the, you know, to me, that's America. And it's important to hear from everybody because that's why you, you make an educated decision, everybody. And that's what the show's all about. Let's go to Mike. On the Lower East Side. Go ahead, Mike. I don't read it. Let's not forget Michelle is running, okay? Uh, Michelle Obama, uh, right? Is that what you think? Yeah. yeah I, by right. the way, I actually think there's a good chance she might. You never know, Mike. Oh, yeah. But uh, uh, in other words, Hunter Biden was uh, was the head guy in the uh, natural resources in the Ukraine when uh, Obama was president. So I think he's playing like the drug addict, okay? This guy's got his full senses. He's playing like an irresponsible freaking drug addict that nobody's going to pay attention to him, okay? This guy's into big bucks, man, all right? And uh, this guy's full of crap, okay? And, and And Schumer and all of them, are playing their their freaking card, man. Okay, they're playing us for fools. Okay, Schumer's the brains of the whole s- scenario. Okay, and we gotta we gotta we gotta not just go after we, we can't go after Hunter. We can't go kicking a dead horse. Schumer's behind it, and the rest of them. We gotta we gotta go after them. Okay, we gotta go after Schumer. Schumer's the brains of the whole situation, and and the rest of them. Well, yeah, and, Hunter, and Hunter. You, but you know what's interesting, Mike? You hit up a good point about the money, and there is massive money that went to Hunter Biden, and it went through a lot of people. And we haven't heard that Schumer had anything to do with that part, at least, at least the money part. And we still don't know for sure who benefited from Hunter Biden, other than Hunter Biden. Uh, but it's an awful lot of money to pay somebody. And then you see these emails where it's like a third goes here, a third goes here, X amount goes here. The big guy wants this. I mean, I think we deserve to know, was Biden the big guy? Did he make any money? Uh, did Hunter's uncle, Biden's brother, make any money? You know, he keeps dodging and weaving, too, every time he gets asked a question. Why can't we get a basic answer? Uh, because otherwise you're going to wonder, why are certain things happening? What about the report, too, that... The strategic oil reserves, which we keep releasing more and more of it because Biden's cut off our energy independence, that some of that went to China and some of it went to a firm that had ties to Hunter Biden. So what a surprise. Why are like all dots kind of connecting to Hunter Biden? And why don't we know the full story? The American public deserves to know. Great points, Mike. We're going to continue with your calls, everybody. 1-800-848-9222. You're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. It's The Rita Cosby Show. And we are talking about Hunter Biden as we're getting conflicting reports as to where the investigation is on him. There are reports that at least... The U.S. attorney in Delaware seems to be closing in on him. And yet, on the other hand, if you look at some of the numbers, Joe Biden's got a lot on his plate. Seventy-five percent of Democrats want someone else to run in 2024 
other than Joe Biden. Boy, is that disastrous, not just for him, but for the Democratic Party. Let's go to Pat on line one. Pat, your thoughts about all of this. Go ahead. Oh, God, I don't even know where to start. It's impossible what's going on. Us Americans have got to stick together in the United States. This is ridiculous. And you know which one? Another one I can't stand is Cortez from the Bronx. Oh, yeah, AOC, who who just seems to, like, want to even go after even – even if you're a moderate Democrat, you're in trouble by her standards. It's like if you're not a loony kazoony lefty, you're out. You know, she is pushing the policy behind the scenes. And you bring up a good point because I think she's playing a big role, her and Cori Bush and all these like loony lefty squad members. Um, I think they're really pushing a lot of this green energy agenda, this, you know, let the repeat offender out as soon as possible agenda, it seems, and a lot, lot more. Uh, let's go to Dave in Pennsylvania. Go ahead, Dave, your thoughts. Hi, Rhea. Thanks for taking the call. Uh, no, I think, you know, I believe Biden will not be running. And I think it's very important that whoever runs, that the association, it's not Biden to blame things. It's just it's the Democratic Party and it's just to be Biden 2.0 uh, all over again. And I also just want to make a comment when you're talking about the, that money about Iraq being, you know, $100 billion and that was sent over. What about the 300 to $600 billion? I, I can't recall. It was just recently reported that went unaccountable for some spending bill. And the reason I'm bringing it up, it just seems like the federal bureaucracy is just a massive money laundering apparatus for leftist initiatives. And you think about the federal bureaucracy, 95% of all both Democrat in Washington. I, you know, it just seems to... Yeah, no, you're right. It's, and and at a time right now, and Dave, I don't know if you heard the big news tonight, but it looks like Joe Manchin has now caved uh, to the Democratic Party because he was sort of holding the line for another build, uh, big back uh, green energy plan. And it looks like in the last hour or two, he has agreed uh, to go with Chuck Schumer and some others and allow for maybe increased taxes for businesses, more spending um, and just like you said, it's like more, 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 more money. And it comes at a time where, boy, as everybody knows, interest rates were, you know, were uh, risen today. We know that we're going to see it again at a time where the economy is facing great pain and more spending is more trouble also at not the right time to be doing it. So, Dave, you hit it on the head. Uh, let's go to Arnold real quick. Uh, Brooklyn, go ahead, Arnold. Yes, yeah, Stan painted uh, Trump's tax uh, practices as evasion. Uh, I'm sure that they are avoidance. Avoidance is legal and evasion is illegal, and I'm sure the IRS would have gotten after him by now if it was evasion. I just want to point out that having two sets of books is not necessarily illegal. I used to work for a utility that was regulated by the Public Service Commission, the Securities and Exchange Commission, and the Internal Revenue Service. So let me, let me have- just ask you, own, just because we have a few seconds left. Where do you see it headed vis-a-vis? I know you're talking about Trump, but where do you see it headed with Hunter Biden? Because he's being looked at real quick. I think, uh, like somebody said before, they're going to say that um, the president will pardon him and then he'll...
Ooh, President pardoned him again. That seems to be the consensus. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 